Welcome to this week's episode of The Last Refuge. I'm your friendly neighborhood dungeon master, DM Jazzy Hands, and with me I have... Bizdira, Kit, Bria, and Flick. Last week, the party invisibly scouted the Arcanium from the air. Flick and Bria took to the air on Flick's broom, and Kit led the party as a giant, giant vulture, clutching Bizdira and Mirko in her talons. As they passed above the floating earth moat, they could see that the ground around the building was largely taken up by an encampment, with devils of all sorts amassing and awaiting orders. Hoping to find a less crowded way in, the crew flew in search of a tunnel like the one that helped them escape the Western Islands, Arcanium. And they found it. Unfortunately, it seemed that Semyaza had likely found it as well, because after a short distance, the tunnel had been blocked off. Safe and hidden for the moment, the crew needs to make a decision. Will they attempt to carve their way through the obstruction in the tunnel? Will they make an assault on the front doors? Or do they have another plan ready that I don't know anything about yet? Let's find out. Hey, y'all. Hello. Hi. Hello. I have something All to my- say. I, yeah, me too. Go ahead. Oh my what goodness. is that? Well, it's it's something that, well, no, I won't say that. But I uh, today I tried to put the spin on the flick per Taryn's request, desire, I don't know. Demand. Demand. <laughs> and today I, I was going to go for something a little bit different. And then I just got really ch- I chuckled. And to stop, to prevent myself from laughing, I, I really just went into like a, a normal kind of drawn out one and um i will admit that this time it was not my best effort and i'm very sorry i i usually try to split screen my intro and y'all because you're monsters and do weird things while i'm trying to read the intro but i didn't today and i'm regretting that greatly now i just i just uh, didn't want to laugh in the middle of it (laughs) yeah because no one's ever laughed in the middle of their intro before all that was going through my head through the the entire intro was fruiting (laughs) earthburn Because you said flirting instead of floating in your intro. Flirting. That you have cut at this point. Uh-huh. But now my brain's just like, flirting Erdmer. Like I the, heard, you know, I the heard Erdmer-gerd. flirting. Flirting yeah. Erdmer. Oh, that's right. Oh flirting my god, Erdmer. you're saying flirting. flirt my gerd. Mm, I got it, I got it, I got it. Ermagerd. Anyone remember that meme, the Ermagerd? Of course. Yeah. That was like One of my a personal decade things. ago. Oh my! Same. I hope you j- please don't cut any of the like stuttering silences here. As oh we're no, just, <laughs> we were no, just no. having this great conversation, and I demanded I'll that stay. we start recording because I was like, "This is our banter, y'all." And then it, it's, it's and now it's about the a meme from our well, not childhoods, but that was also like well over ten minutes ago because then we ran into technological difficulties. <laughs> That's like... true. That's true. There was a lot That's going true. on. We did try and start recording. this a long time ago. You all also, uh, listeners, you don't hear it because I definitely cut it out. But there was a moment where I just stopped mid-sentence during the intro. And that's just because the monitor on which my intro was written decided to turn itself off briefly. <laughs> wow. You're it's going well. What a day. Fun. So anyway, what y'all watching? I saw a little clip of the actor who plays Roy Kent from Ted Lasso. Uh. And apparently... This makes me so happy. Apparently, he was just a writer on the show. And as they were, like, finishing up, he was like, oh, shit, I'm Roy Kent. And filmed himself doing five scenes and sent it in and was like, this is kind of embarrassing. So if it's if it's total shit, please just pretend this never happened. And they were like, no, yeah, you're Roy Kent. And I I kind of feel seen now in that sense. I was like, "I because I am Bizdira. Like, deep down, Bizdira is me as a human. <laughs> And I find that's, it fantastic. 
That's an amazing story. It makes it's so me good. so happy. He I love that so much. He's so, so good. good. So we, amazing. We went to, um, we have season tickets to LAFC, which is the Los Angeles Football Club, football. And they, a couple, they had like this whole Ted Lasso thing set up a couple weeks ago. Um, and they were like giving out free stuff and it was great. And then they have this, um, our mascot, her name is Ollie. She's a falcon. She's amazing. She's my favorite part of the whole thing. And she flies around the stadium at the beginning of it and then catches this like puck thing or whatever's in it. And it always has the, um, the opponent's logo on it so she catches it and then she stands on top of it really proud like yeah we got you she's awesome <laughs> anyways they always have a person that releases her and Sports are so weird it was beard it was him he came out and people oh, like nice. lost their minds and then Danny, the guy that loves oh, Danny, Danny Rojas, Rojas. <laughs> he came out and the stadium went bananas and so that was really fun and he he like his whole face lit up like it does on the show and he was just Aww. like oh my god I can't believe that all these people are responding this way Aww. so it was really sweet is, oh I love that so Aww. much I love all of that and I love that show I love it's it really too good. you know what other trash I love to watch <laughs> hey Ted Lasso is not trash <laughs> you're right Ted Lasso is not trash you know what trash unrelated I like to watch <laughs> The Circle and it is trash and I love it mm-hmm. and y'all this season <laughs> <laughs> this season is great. It's fascinating. It's very interesting. It's a slightly older cohort, which is great. But when they started introducing the players and and every episode thereafter, I check in with Sam to make sure that we are still of this opinion. But oh my god, y'all, the circle season three, oops all morons. <laughs> <laughs> I still They're haven't all... started it at all. And you recommended this. We'd have to go back and check the tapes, oh, but a long time ago. Oh, a yeah, long, long time, time ago. ago. And now there are three seasons for you to binge, and mm-hmm. they're so good. I don't know why it is such compelling television, but it is. That's exactly what my boyfriend said, because I started watching the third season while I was like cooking. It was just on in the living room, and he started watching... like with me because it was just on in the living room and he turns to me after the first episode and he's like you know I really didn't get the appeal I really didn't understand why you watched the show but now I have to know what happens next <laughs> like, and they're so yeah. good at it mm-hmm. you know I, I'm telling you I like a good cliffhanger and I'm pretty good at them but they're amazing because there are they drop four episodes at a time and every episode the reason that you want to keep watching at the end of every episode is always different it's mm-hmm. never like they cut and end the episode right before whoever is getting uh, blocked that week uh, gets announced, right? Or it's never went right before the influencers are announced. There's all, It's always at a different point, and it keeps it – I've stopped talking. We've been doing this intro for like 11 and a half minutes. Y'all go watch <laughs> The Circle and Ted Lasso. Can we play some Dungeons and Dragons? I'm yes, so sorry. Please. Let's do it. Yes. Great. Yes. Uh, we have to – y'all, it's been a day. Let's play some Dungeons and Dragons. Okay. I, so I literally, I literally in... had to remind myself where we were and what we what? were doing, and I had and I did. Okay. I was like, I, I had to think well, back to the I intro. read an intro, but that was like ten minutes. I know minutes that's why I was ago. like, it's been a long time <laughs> since that's happened. Time. The recap was so long. So you all find yourselves in the tunnel. There's about fifteen or twenty feet of space for you all that you've landed on and sort of uh, have have gotten to, and then there is the first uh, the first sign of obstruction about fifteen or twenty feet into the tunnel. Uh, so you're screened from the outside unless somebody flew right in front of the tunnel entrance. Uh, odds of anybody spotting you were pretty low, but also, <laughs> well. 
you had a dead end at the moment. I think Kit had an idea. Mm-hmm. Correct. I did have an idea, um, which I will relay to you all from my invisible and giant form. <laughs> oh my god, that's right! Why didn't I remember to put that in the intro? Kit is still invisible and also enlarged. Yes, Asimar, but still enlarged. <laughs> the only people that can be seen right now are Mirko and Bizdira, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Correct. Okay. <laughs> oh, incredible. Oh, what amazing! A, what a junction we find ourselves at. I'm I'm so excited. I'm also excited to hear Karin's rendition of Big Kit's voice. <laughs> it's just regular Kit's voice. It's the same. Uh, it's just regular Kit's voice, and then I put some some yeah, sound exactly. effects on it. <laughs> exactly, without like, right, permission. Right. <laughs> okay, so I'm gonna. I would like to. I think we maybe said this off air, but first we're going to make sure there's no whatever magic on this stone. But what I'd like to tell the group is that I do have a spell that can help us reshape some of this stone. Um, It will only work for uh, something of up to five feet worth of depth, I think. So we might need to do something else. But but I do have a spell that can help us out here a bit. Okay. Sounds good. (laughs) I approve. So... That is, in fact, uh, a plan. The first part of which sounds like it's uh, checking for for magic, for traps, for what? Everything. All the above. For for the things. All right, who's doing that? Do we remember how to play Dungeons & Dragons? (laughs) Someone has to do the things. It's not actually just a planning game, even though I know that's what the last two episodes sure have felt like. The reason that we don't know the answer to this is because I think the last time we had to check for traps was when we were in the first Arcanium. So I don't think any of us knows whose stats are best. Good at that. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, I'm happy to help someone out and give somebody advantage. <laughs> <laughs> perception, right? Investigation. Well, I mean, it depends on what you're looking for. So you could do perception to try and catch, you know, see if you see any tripwires or or inscribed sigils. You could do investigation if you really want to do close assessment of the situation. If we do investigation, I can't roll lower than a 19. I think you should maybe do that good. then, and I will help you. <laughs> okay. I will. I will say, and I only bring this up because Kit mentioned it specifically that um, investigation may or may not reveal any magical effects. Um, it will certainly reveal any mechanical, mundane traps, and may reveal the signs of you know magic. But I not feel necessarily. like that makes sense, though, for Bria, that I would be looking for more mechanical things. Oh, agreed. Agreed. I just, because Kit brought up the other part, too, I wanted to bring that up. But go ahead and roll the investigation, okay. uh, Bria, and we'll start there. That would be a 19. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Even with advantage? Excellent. Okay. Even with advantage, yeah. Okay. Of course. Of course. Uh, yeah, so a 19, it doesn't look like it. It does look like this part was just sort of collapsed pretty effectively. And like probably there was some work done to really make sure it was nice and sealed after the fact. Um, but this doesn't look like it was, it, it looks like it was done by like, you know, menial labor rather than high level magics. I kick it. I kick her. <laughs> and I kick her, sir. <laughs> um, yeah, and I, I mean, 
Roll an athletics check. I'm not going to kick it before I know anything about magical effects on this thing. So I lift my leg up to kick, and then I hold and glance over at Kit, who I assume will be the person checking for magic. I I mean, I did not prepare detect magic today because, and I look over to Mirko, you've Uh, been quite handy lately, sir. (laughs) Mirko has just been sort of standing there, and you can tell it was one of those times where Mirko goes inert because the glorp, the all glorp, is not paying attention, and like, glorp Mirko can't be bothered. Uh, So he sort of startles out when you uh, address him and goes, oh, uh uh-huh, and just like, he's done this so many times in the last couple of days, he just casts up a detect magic. Like He just wakes up and casts it, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) All right, I get it. I understand why I'm here. I know, I know. Uh, So he casts a detect magic, um, and he doesn't see anything. Um, He, you know, gives you the usual disclaimers of like, you know, I don't know how far, I don't know how, how like thick this obstruction is. I don't know if I could sense something that's on the other side of it, but within the range of my perception uh, with, with detect magic, I got nothing. And then I kick it. I geek her. Roll an athletics check for funsies. Okay. Hi, crit, motherfucker. Really? <laughs> <laughs> you, you strike the stone and it is the keystone of the entire earth moat and begins crumbling around you. And um, Samyaza falls into my lap like a baby. <laughs> <laughs> make a, um, make a perception check, Bria. Uh, and you can roll with advantage because you, you crit on, on that. And so I'll give you a little something nice for that. You. How does this game work? That's a 16. Oh, uh-huh. Um, so you kick it and, you know, a couple of the loose, like, uh, gravel, gravelly bits come tumbling down and it, like, shifts a moderately sized stone in a deeply satisfying way. Can I tell now that this moderately sized stone has moved the depth of how how deep this goes more than a couple of feet it looks like i mean it was a, it was a good sized stone but it wasn't a 6 foot long stone uh so more than two, three feet. And I'm really disappointed because this whole time I've been trying to use my pickaxe and it was really my toes all along. (laughs) (laughs) Very good. Okay. I'm looking at you. All right. Um, So I think like after seeing Bria kick the stone and see that that was actually kind of effective in Mm. um, getting some of the rocks to move around and getting maybe more of a sense of how deep this is, I would like to use my new and large form to try to just move some of the rocks and see if I can get a sense of what we're looking at. I love that. Also, still invisible if I don't cast the spell yet. And that's just fun to me. <laughs> it's very fun. Because we don't know how big she is. No. I mean, I guess we could have figured it out, but we probably I mean, if she know. says anything, her head is like suddenly a lot higher yeah. than that's true. Is. Higher than ours. She could really right. mess with us right now. <laughs> All right. And while you are large, you do have advantage on uh, on strength checks. And so make me please a strength athletics check with advantage. Giant kit. That would be a 16. I really, I, I hate to put this in the universe, but I was so ready for you to be like, a one and a two. Uh, <laughs> so rude. <laughs> yeah, a 16. Um, Can you also make me please a wisdom perception check? Oh, you're, no, your passive's 19. That's enough. Uh, so you're able to pick out, like, when, as soon as, as you're getting started, you're able to pick out, like, safe rocks, right? We're playing Jenga here, and you're picking the safe ones uh, to try and get a lay of the land. So you you can get a fair few of these uh, uh, 
small and medium-sized rocks moved. After a couple of minutes of moving, you kind of are getting to a point where it's getting a little harder to find safe rocks, at least by yourself. You know, you could certainly do more complex things and shore things up. But um, And you're probably at this point almost about five feet of it or so, so a little more than Bria's, uh, a little more than Bria's kick. <laughs> um, and you don't yet see the end, but make me a wisdom perception check, and this time I do need you to roll it. Well, you put that negative energy out in the universe, <laughs> and now I crit failed. Oh no! <laughs> um, yeah, so you uh, you are definitely making progress, and you can't. I mean, at this point, I think you are clever enough, despite not noticing things in this particular moment, because you're having so much fun picking up and hefting giant rocks. Invisibly. Um, <laughs> invisibly. You can tell that um, there's a, you, you sort of logic out that one of two things must be true. Either, at this point, this tunnel is actually completely collapsed all the way to the Arcanium, like they just collapsed the whole thing, or like, you're probably getting close, I mean like, diminishing returns and, and the, the sunk cost fallacy I realize, but like, you're probably getting toward the end of it, because if they didn't just blow up the whole tunnel, you can't imagine that they would have bothered to blow up, you know, like, 50 feet of it instead, right? Just do the whole thing at that point. And we know a lot about blowing up tunnels. We've done this before. So you she all spent the first three seasons in tunnels, so I don't know what to tell you. I was about you. to say we're familiar with a tunnel. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay, I'm going to relay all that to the team, see what they Invisibly. think. Invisibly? Yes. See what they think in terms of, do we as a group keep moving rocks? Should I use a spell slot? See if I can make us a little door. Of course, if it's still thicker than that, then we're going to be a little bit in trouble, but... <laughs> I mean, Bria has a pickaxe and a foot. What level of spell is that, Kit? It's a fourth level spell, so it's definitely... That's uh, kind of high. Yeah. Which which spell? What spell? Uh, stone shape. Okay. There are like three choices, and I didn't know which one you were going for. I didn't know if you had molder, stone shape, or pass wall. <laughs> I don't think, I think pass wall is not one that I yet have, or else I feel like that would have been the obvious choice. Oh, it, it also might not be a druid spell. It also might just be an arcane spell. Ah. Does Mirko have any spells that could help us in this? He doesn't have pass wall at the moment, so no. <laughs> I mean, depending on how desperate we get, I have Dimension Door, but that only takes two people, so... I'm gonna kick it! 500 feet, though. I know, that's it's it's far, so I could take us past this. You go 500 feet, you end up off the platform and just falling through the air. <laughs> <laughs> just cast it again really quick. Uh, Bria, you're gonna take out what now? I'm gonna kick it! Oh, I'm on a kicker! Okay, I will say you're not going to dig through this obstruction with kicks. I just wanna be What super. if... All right, fine. I'm going to pick and kicks with my pickaxe and kick. So you're using your feet to pickaxe. I'm trying to be <laughs> Bizdira right now. You're, you're going to you're going to break a toe. No, I was going to say would my boots of speed if my companions were to hold me aloft? No. No. Can no, I just no, run no, no. and like <laughs> dig myself down oh. into the, the wall? I like that idea. That's nice. Okay. <laughs> That's absolutely hilarious, and here's why it isn't going to work. And I'm going, but I love it. And you can have inspiration if you don't, because that's very funny. It's not going to work because imagine if that worked. Imagine what like roads would look like after like a month and a half. That's fair, but still. And I and I only bring that up because we have calculated exactly how many miles per hour it is that you can run. I know. <laughs> 
it would not actually do anything. But it, this is looser rock. It it's like gravel, right? It kind of it's oh. thicker than gravel. Okay, so I I was meaning that you were trying to like erode your way through it, but do you mean that you're trying to like vibrate it all down? Just like kick my way through it. Like, you know, you see those commercials of, like, somebody be, like, going in a circle and digging their way down. Okay. Like, okay. they kind of like that, but it, they, they would have to, like, kind of hold me up so that I'm at a perpendicular angle. Very funny and amazing. Yeah, that might work. Um, there is, uh, since I've already mentioned this to Kit, I Kit can can realize that, like, yeah, this could work after, you know, we'll see how deep it is and whatever, that could work. Um, it's it's definitely the the blunt object solution. So if there are <laughs> if there are places where like the the cave in is not stable, you know, like halfway through and you're underneath, it could go very poorly when you hit a you know a a, a stabilizing boulder and. Pummel it to gravel. Is the uh, most efficient thing just to use our hand? Well, or the spell slot Besides just to magic. see how deep it is. I, th- I think that's my question is like, is that worth it? I think let's use our hands and mage hand for a little bit. Okay. And then uh, I'll do my best. I'm not that strong, but we'll, we'll <laughs> How much do we know about echolocation? <laughs> Would that be able to give us an idea of how deep this wall, how thick the wall is? Wow. <laughs> Hey, using all the things in our tool belt. <laughs> it would take an intelligence check of some sort because that is that is turning a biological like sense into literal like sonar. Uh, but I love it also like Jackhammer Bizdira. <laughs> so so also a possibility. I I'm just wondering if even if we find out that this thing is only five more feet thick, are we still gonna want to use that fourth level spell slot? That's why I'm wondering if we should just spend a little bit of time right now, use our hands, and move some stuff. All right, let's do it. I'm down. Yeah, let's try it. Yeah, I mean, I certainly think, uh, you know, especially with Big Kit, you all have, you all, now is the best time if that's going to be the answer. Um, All right, let's do this. If you think that you are digging or directly helping with the moving of stone, make me a strength athletics check. If you think that you are doing something else, maybe you are watching for stability, maybe you are uh, carding out the stuff but not actually digging out of the wall, maybe you are anything, maybe you're echolocating, tell me that and I'll give you a different check to make. But if you're digging, strength athletics. I'm persuading the rocks. No. (laughs) 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 <laughs> can can I argue with you for investigation and I can be the foreman of this, helping everyone along? Yeah, I mean, the investigation would be like checking for stability, making sure that, you know, we're doing this efficiently. So yeah, I'll, I'll buy that. Okay. I'll buy that. All right. Uh, who's rolling athletics? Let's start with Kit. You really just had to... Had to do <laughs> no, me like that, didn't you? <laughs> uh, this time it was only a seven, a seven okay. and a one again. So that <laughs> die, die okay. is going away. <laughs> Got it, Bizdira. Twenty-three. Okay, great, uh, Bria. For your investigation to keep an eye on things, what'd you get? Twenty-seven. Oh, shit. Uh, Flick, what are you doing? Well, I was going to argue for survival, but I don't have an argument yet. Um, <laughs> I was We're sitting here like, cracking my brain. I'm like, how can I? That's, yeah, how, are we, how are we getting through? But I, I don't know. Um, can I give somebody advantage? Can I help? Can I give somebody advantage in that way? 
Well, the one who needs it already had it. Oh, really? Yay. Okay. Yeah. There's well. always some bardic inspiration, though. You can that's play a true. Oh, that's true. That's work true. Tune. That's true. That's true. I like that. Or you could. No, that's all I got. I will. I will happily inspire songs. You used to be able to have, you had this like whole list of all these different songs you could play, and some of them would give plus one to ability checks, and some of them would give plus one to damage and AC, and some of them would give plus one to like, or plus two to like specifically like knowledge checks. Anyway. This is your world, bro. Bring back the bard song. I am not redesigning 5th edition D&D to make it more like (laughs) 3.5. We'll be stoned in the streets. Alright. Because we're dealing with stones right now? Uh Uh-huh. So you're playing a Diddy, which gives Kit a D-who? A D-8. A D-8? Are you going to make us do more digging checks, or should I just use it right now? Oh, no, you should use it now. <laughs> Alrighty, let's do it. Woohoo! I rolled an eight! Yes! Oh, okay, <laughs> great. Um, I had you do it then because uh, the truth is, with with Bria keeping such a close eye on like the stability of the thing, you all were gonna get through. It was just a matter of how long it was gonna take, and it was gonna take a long time. Uh, <laughs> so, <laughs> so good, excellent. So Bizdira is uh, jackhammering through the big pieces uh, that Kit can't quite, even in enlarged form, uh, manage to carry out, uh, and then carrying out from there. This is a great system. I love everything about it. Uh, Flick and Bria and occasionally Kit trading off, just holding uh, Bizdira parallel to the ground as she uh, <laughs> jackhammers with her feet. Absolutely And it, this incredible. is definitely at like 6am because we all know that the only time that people know how to jackhammer is at 6am. If I have not made you make, real quick before you, uh-huh. before you say anything, if I have not made you make a perception check in this tunnel today, please do so. Ape. Perception check? Mm-hmm. I asked, I think Kit and Bria are the two who have made it so far. Well, they both failed, but who have made the check so far. 21. Great. That's a 24. Great. Both of you, uh, just for what it's worth, as you are working, you think that you hear something moving on the other side of the plug. Hey everybody, your friendly neighborhood dungeon master DM Jazzy Hands here with a few mid-show announcements. First of all, if you're enjoying the episode so far, it would be unbelievable. It it wouldn't, I would believe it, because 88 of you have done it so far, but, but it's a good word and we haven't used it yet. And also I'm editing this episode the same day that we recorded this episode, because I'm leaving time. Look, it doesn't matter, it would be unbelievable. Leave us a review. If you could pop on over to Apple Podcast, Stitcher, Spotify, or wherever else you get our podcast from, and leave us a rating and a review. We will always read those five-star reviews on the air as soon as we are able, and we haven't gotten one in a while, so give us something to read. Oh, I shouldn't do midtros at night. Anyway, next up, we want to remind you about our Patreon page. Go to patreon.com slash dnd last refuge to get access to all kinds of cool patron perks like early access to certain episodes, character sheets for the PCs, and all kinds of other cool shit. And if all of that isn't enough, well, by supporting our Patreon, we are also going to be supporting multiple other content creators across the Patreon sphere via our Patreon at Forward program. You can get more information about that program and a list of the creators that we are patronizing by checking out our Patreon page. Right now, though, I want to take a moment to recognize some of our awesome patrons and thank them for their support. Thank you to our Heralds of Denier, Shimmy Gangot, and Tanya, to our honorary party members 
member Matthew Allen, and to our Shimmerscale tribe leaders Eugenio, Eliyahu of Merck Grove, and Lisa Diane Mercado Etheridge. If you want to get shoutouts on the show and much, much more, hop on over to patreon.com slash dndlastrefuge and become a patron today. Enjoy D&D video games, but don't have dozens of hours to dump into another giant RPG? Well, have we got the game for you. Idle Champions of the Forgotten Realms is a set-it-and-forget-it idle game featuring tons of your favorite characters from Forgotten Realms lore and from contemporary popular D&D stream shows. You can get more information on the game at CodenameEntertainment.com or on Twitter at at IdleChampions. And when you start playing, use the Electrum chest codes found every week in our episode notes to get gems, gear, and other power-ups all for free. Enhance your characters and defend Faerun with TLR and Idle Champions of the Forgotten Realms. We want to thank BattleBards, Scott Buckley, and Kevin McLeod for the music you hear on our show. You can find their collections at BattleBards.com, ScottBuckley.com.au, and in CompTech.FilmMusic.io, respectively. As always, you can, of course, also check the episode notes if you want specific track names, artist names, and links to those tracks. If you ever get adventures, character options, new monsters, or really anything at all from the DMs Guild or from any of the drive through family of websites, be sure to use our affiliate links that you can find on our website or in our episode notes when you shop at those sites so that TLR gets a portion of your purchase. It's like Amazon Smile, but make it D&D. We also want to thank D&D Beyond for their support of our podcast and for being generally amazing in every way possible. If you aren't already a D&D Beyond fan and user, go check out their services at dndbeyond.com. You won't regret it. Fancy a little more last refuge in your life? Dream of waking up to a cup of glorp and a relaxing puzzle sesh with Flick? Or maybe you just want to rep your favorite podcast during your morning run with a TLR t-shirt and water bottle? Well, your dreams can be a reality if you go to bit.ly slash TLR merch store, all lowercase, right now. Our merch store is fully stocked with all sorts of TLR goodness, and we're always on the lookout for ideas for new products. Visit the store, pick something out, and be sure to take lots of pictures and tag us on social media media. Quick reminder, not this coming Sunday, but the following Sunday, October 3rd at 1 p.m. Eastern, 10 a.m. Pacific, 6 p.m. BST, we are going to be premiering season 11 of Rivals of Waterdeep. Uh, friend of the show, uh, Urban Bohemian, Brian Gray, and I are going to be co-DMing this season. Really, really excited about it. So if you're not caught up, you've got just enough time to go. Uh, our friend Sharif, who's in the cast, he plays Shaka, did a really amazing season 1 through 8 recap that you can get on our podcast feed. Gets you up to speed that far. And then, you know, you could listen to those next few seasons and catch up for October 3rd at 1 p.m. Eastern, 10 a.m. Pacific, season 11 premiere, Rivals of Waterdeep. Okay, that's it for this week. Stay safe, stay healthy, fight racism where, when, and however you can. And happy gaming, y'all. Both of you, uh, just for what it's worth, as you are working, you think that you hear something moving on the other side of the plug, which tells you several things. One, it sounds like there's something moving on the other side of the plug. And two, either it's very loud back there, or the plug is getting thinner and you're making a lot of progress because you can hear things on the other side of it now. Which also means they could potentially hear us too. Yeah, I think we should be quiet. (laughs) <laughs> I'm um, gonna stop playing my flute. That's yeah, for sure. exactly. I was like, you should stop being. Inspiration quiet. stops now. <laughs> <laughs>
So then at this point, we are all no longer invisible. Uh, yeah, I think that's true. I think uh, invisibility would have worn off. Kit is still big, though, right? It was like three or four hours, had, right? Yeah, three hours. three hours. Yeah, amazing. So it's probably, since you did, since you started that, it's probably been, what, uh, took you that long? It's probably been like an hour and a half, a little bit, a little bit more maybe, but. Yeah. So then, since we hear these noises, I think I want to be, I'll push every, I'll tell everyone to go back a little bit. And I'll say, I'm going to take out, like, the last little rock, because I know what the last one is going to be, to, like, peek through and see if I see anything, and I'm going to try to be really stealthy about it. Oh, interesting. It's a little rock. It's a little rock. It's All right. Rock. Uh, roll a sleight of hand check. Dexterity sleight of hand. You can have advantage. Sleight of because hand. Because you've been watching stability the I'm whole time. I'm trying to be stealthy, I said. I want e- a plus e- 12. <laughs> what are you more concerned with, being quiet or not having the cavern collapse? But I rolled really well to not have the cavern well, you, yeah, you rolled really well to point out where other people shouldn't make the cavern collapse. That's why I'm giving you advantage on this, because you rolled so well to check the stability of the place. <laughs> it's a 19. Oh, for fuck's sake, you're fine. <laughs> uh, imagine what it's like being married to me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Great, so you pull out a little, you know, eye-hole-sized pebble uh, and press your face up against this delicate, uh, this delicate wall of stone. The chink, if you will. You're looking through... <laughs> Never mind. Uh, Pyramus and Thisbe just really ran through my brain all at once. The whole play, all at the same time. Um, and on the other side, it's very dark. Make me a wisdom perception check with disadvantage. No, not that's not true. Just the check. <laughs> okay, uh, so that is going to be a 15. You see something on the other side. First of all, long tunnel. Uh, looks like it turns at some point, which uh, makes sense within 60 feet, because that's how far you can see, which makes sense. The tunnel was very twisty coming out of the Western Island Arcanium as well. But you can see sort of right at the end of where the straightaway is and begins to turn, you see what you think is just like a boulder or a stone or something, but then it shifts and you realize that it's some sort of creature that looks like it's huddled up like on the ground but it's really dark and it's kind of a little bit hidden behind the turn in the tunnel. So you really can't make out almost anything about it. If it hadn't moved, you wouldn't have even noticed that it was not just a a rock. I'm going to put the stone back in very gently just so I can talk to my friends. I know that little hole would have made it be able to hear us. Um, I'm going (laughs) to tell them what I saw and my instinct is huddled is good for us, but it's probably not. If its spirit is broken, it's less likely to attack. (laughs) Correct. (laughs) Yes, I have the same uh, initial instinct of like, oh, if they're huddling on the ground, they're probably sad and maybe they're a person that got trapped here, but also like maybe that's what he wants us to think. (laughs) But I do think that would be Kit's initial reaction that it's like, Probably this person is in need. Well, you said it was loud. There was a lot of sound. What what sounds are there on the other side? Did I say it was loud? You said we could yeah. hear something. That we could hear something. But oh, you said you, you could hear it. It's not very loud. Uh, there, it sounded like. Oh, I'll tell you what it sounded like because you rolled pretty good on that. It sounded like metal scraping against stone. Not like a weapon, but like some like metal being like sort of dragged a little bit across stone. Like okay. maybe some 
chains? Possibly. It didn't jingle. It, mm. Flick rolled really well, so I'm not gonna, <laughs> I'm, I'm allowing this to go on longer than I should. But it didn't jingle like it was chains. I mean, I guess if you were just dragging chains in a straight line, they wouldn't jingle either. But I, have a very, I know what you mean, and no, that's not what you heard. I have a very sad idea, and I hope I'm wrong, and I don't want to say it yet. Until well, I want to know, and so do the listeners. Write it in an envelope. And I, I'll send <laughs> it to myself. Newspaper inside. Date it, right? Yeah. Biz. Uh, either it's huddling and trying to make itself small and kind of hide in a place that it can't really hide, or it's huddled because it's a prisoner of some kind and scared. Seems like we have a consensus, and I start yeah. pulling the rest of the rocks down. <laughs> All right. Quietly, so, or just going for it. <laughs> <laughs> that was exactly I... my question, Kit. Thank you. <laughs> Nah, I don't have anything that would do that that wouldn't cost a spell slot. I was going to say, I make it explode into the room, but no. (laughs) (laughs) Based on Flick's reaction just now, uh, whatever he thinks is back there, you don't want to explode on, I guess. Okay. Um, So yeah, we'll just finish up the way that we were going, but... I do think I want to move it relatively quickly so that, like, if we need to battle something, then we can battle something. Okay. That's fair. Um, so quickly and not necessarily... Now, you are you all were screaming while you worked, but, like, not any stealthier. You just want to get through there because you've made it this far. Is that correct? Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. I think so. Great. I'll do a little pass without trace for us, though, to give us that extra. <laughs> Thank you. Sure. <laughs> Feeling good. It's back. Uh, yeah, absolutely. It's never going away. No, it's complete. Never I feel complete. Away. Yeah, right. Uh, all right, so yeah, you all can, you know, Bria pulls out the, the eye stone and then sort of gestures for the rest of you to do the rest of the work. And um, oh, I, don't like that. I, I totally imagined her being like, all right, you guys got the rest. <laughs> Am I wrong? No. I'm not asking, I'm asking Bria because I have a feeling I'm the answer will be the same. <laughs> How? I imagine you just like keep out taking out the little pebbles. And then Dira has to grab one. No, 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 no. Not that one. This one. Good job. You're doing great. Dira is about to strangle Bria. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Like, we're just going to get through this because I don't want to deal with your shit any longer. I have been right every time. <laughs> oh, and you see Bizir just like, <laughs> okay, this is rock. going <laughs> too with far. With the rock! With the rock, just like, oh And at that point, you break through and you're in the rest of the past. I want to stick Jeez, one of her little piece. rocks up her nose, just like. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I do. Because I can't play I my flute helped. anymore because we have to be quiet. I helped. What the hell, y'all? <laughs> so y'all break through, and you can make your way through the uh, through the plug that is no longer. It took probably a little over an hour altogether. Um, so you know we're just north of two hours now uh, for Big Kit, and and yeah, there's a tunnel. And it goes and it turns. Uh, Bria, that huddled mass is not there. I'm so previously I was going to say that I wanted to keep the eye rock just because it started to feel special because I was taking it and putting it back. So I'm going to take that out of my pocket and I'm going to throw it where I thought I saw the thing to see if it like hit something and I hear an ooh, ow. Oh, I understand. Great. Make a dexterity save. No, sorry. Make a dex check and the rest of you make wisdom perception checks. Did you crit? I crit. Yeah, you hit exactly where you wanted to hit. Uh, the rest of you have... Uh, you know what? I wasn't going to let you make one, uh, Bria, because you were in the act of throwing. Uh, but why don't you make me a perception check as well? Kit, what'd you get? 21. Great, Bria. 
15. Flick. 23. Bizdira. 18. Uh, so those of you who got north of 20, you hear uh, a little, I don't even know how to explain it. Like, a, it, I don't want to say sigh because it isn't like breath escaping lungs. It's like something like depressurizing a little. And then you hear that metal dragging on stone sound again, going further away from you. Does the rock bounce off of something or does it hit the floor? No, it just hits the floor. It doesn't, like, there's nothing invisible there. There's no, you know, you don't hit a shadow that you thought might have been disguised as the, it just, there's nothing there. But the sound that you all hear is coming from around the corner and a little deeper in. This deer really wants to to say, like, Robert? (laughs) I was thinking Robert, or I was also thinking um, if it was a prisoner, our warforged friend, Mox. Yeah. Let's uh, head towards it. Towards I'm gonna the pick up the noise. rock on the, yeah, on the way. <laughs> Do you go get your eye rock? Yeah. Stealth. You have eye rock on your inventory? You better. Are there any plants in this tunnel? <laughs> there are not. No, not at the moment. <sighs> One day I'll get to you speak with plants. <laughs> One day. I know you will, and I'm excited about it. Moving stealthily through the tunnel. Let's have dexterity stealth checks at a plus 10, please. It's <laughs> the first time I've rolled below a 10. Of course. Uh, all right, Ms. Deer, what'd you get? 20. All right. <laughs> Love the Flick. pass without tricks. 21. Oh, y'all. Bria. 23. Kid. Wait. 21. No, I did that wrong. I did that wrong. I looked at you. I was like, I don't think that's possible for you to, you to roll that low. 35. Yeah. <laughs> that makes so much more sense. Kit, what'd you get? Uh, a 21. Okay. Well, Bria disappears, and the rest of you are stomping your way through this Pass Without <laughs> Trace. No, I mean, on. the Pass Without Trace is doing great for you. So you all turn the corner, and you spot, almost as soon as you turn the corner, you spot what looks like, I don't know how to describe this thing very well, especially from behind right now, but it it kind of looks like a little artichoke with legs. It's like this bulb thing, and it has a few legs on it. Oh, it's made out of metal. And it's got these legs that are, j- like, only half of them are working, and it's just sort of dragging itself slowly down this tunnel. I want to talk to it. I mean, it's Robert. It? It's the Robert counterpart, right? Didn't it look like a little... Didn't it have it all the starfish. little heads? It was starfish. Oh, it was starfish. a starfish, but Kit totally has it, because you'll remember that occasionally it would it close, close itself up yeah. to talk to itself. Yeah. Robert? The little artich- metal artichoke with legs uh, stops, but doesn't do anything else. Hey, buddy. Oh, God. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> do I have any confetti left? Say yes. Oh, oh my God. Pro- like, like you have lint in your pocket from <laughs> two years ago. I'm going to yes. I'm gonna throw some confetti and say, we know your friend. Wait, this. do we have any more of that motor oil left? From way back yes, when? Yes, we do. Yes, sure we do. We we do. Absolutely it's do. in my bag of holdings. Uh, you absolutely do. If somebody can just show it to me on your character sheet. But in the meantime... Absolutely. In the meantime, this um, metal artichoke on legs begins to sort of laboriously turn around to you. And seeing, Kit, that you had the right of it, the petals start to unfold, but as it turns around, you see that this little Modron has been through it. One of its five face petals has been completely torn off. There are jagged metal like tear marks on one of the arms, like right at the base. 
three of the other faces, they open up, but they just sort of hang limply. The eyes sort of like not fully closed, just sort of hanging unconscious open. And the one remaining active face is sort of hanging down in front of you. You can see, like I said, about half the legs don't seem to be working. And it turns to you all and it says, you know the other ones. It's like a Jewish grandmother. Oh my god. <laughs> yes. Yes. One. One of them. We're we're good friends with the one on our island that we own. We own an island. <laughs> the, the Western Island. You have subjugated the others. Then all is lost. I don't really know what subjugate means. <laughs> <laughs> to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> and. And he responds with, <laughs> "They, <laughs> they." And, well, I don't think they respond at this point. <laughs> Just blink. <laughs> I, I, I think maybe you have the wrong idea. We've we've met the we've met the uh, your counterpart on the western island. Uh, we have Was not what I said? subjugated. We have not brought it under our control. So, um, so maybe all isn't lost, but why do you say, why do you say that? You mean the other nodes are safe? Now that's a more complicated question. (laughs) Well, uh, technically I think yes. Uh, Oh, actually, kind of. I I mean... Thinking about it, I'm like, I, I actually think so. There's a point of view in which you could consider the other three nodes safe, yes. If if we are also thinking that destroyed means safe. Well. Well. <laughs> Oops. You know. Oh, what good news. This one has been so worried. And being so far from my node has left me weak. But in these, my last moments, I can be confident that hope remains. Um, so I'm gonna say, we don't want this to be your last moments. How can we help you? I have been apart from my power source for too long. Were you hurt by someone, or is it just because you've been so far apart? Oh, no. And the sort of stub sort of wiggles a little bit at you all, as if they are indicating the nub. No, no. That was done by the invaders. But these, and the other three, like, deactivated petals, like, sort of jerk as if, like, they're trying to send a little bit of juice through them, but it doesn't go great. That is from my lack of power. What if we get you closer to the node? That's where we're going. Oh, well, yes, that would help quite a bit, but are they gone? Well, not yet. We're working on it. <laughs> well, yes, if you can bring me to the to the node, and I don't have to worry about having another face ripped off. That would certainly help. I'll say, can we chat while we walk so we can get you there closer, faster? I don't move very fast, but yes. Can I carry it since I've still got an hour of being Yes, big? yes. <laughs> yeah, I think there's like this moment where it like begins to laboriously drag themselves across like eh, like on two of five functioning legs and gets like nope 
<laughs> Absolutely. Even if yeah. I wasn't large, I would do that. <laughs> For sure. And oh, thank you, dearie. This will make it much faster. Doesn't help me! <laughs> so I'm going to ask as we're moving, mm. have they, are they tapping, did you see them tap into the power of the node with their own magic? They not, oh, well, <laughs> their one working face sort of jingles. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. They... They used the node for dark, powerful magics. I was hiding and watching for as long as I could, but then they decided to seal off the tunnel and I was trapped. But not before I found out what they were using the node for. Do tell. I was gonna say do tell. <laughs> Beat you do it. Well, you see, the the leader, she managed to find a way to link the etheric plane-crossing energies of the node to both herself and through her, the sort of ancestral link to another place. She opened a portal... Cool. So this is how it's becoming like Tanya, right? I don't know what that is, but it was very cold on the other Mm -hmm. side. If we wanted to shut that down, do you have any idea how we might be able to reverse whatever magic she's done on the node? Uh, Short of somehow completely uh, removing any source of power flowing through the node itself, no but I haven't exactly closely examined the problem. For what it's worth, though, I do know that it will be a tougher job because she used one of the keys to make it more stable. It was really very ingenious. I wanted very much to talk to her about it because it was impressive, but I also thought that since her minions had torn off one of my faces, she probably didn't want to chat. So this sounds like what they did with the Eastern Island. Yeah, but they figured out how to make it stable instead of blow up. So how can we deactivate the Well, it sounds like we need to kill her for sure. Well, we have to stop her power from... Don't look at me like that. I just love that you feel that you needed to justify your desire to just end her. Oh, no, I don't I don't feel like that needs justification. So at this point in the conversation, you all have been walking uh, quite a ways, uh, and, and since Kit is carrying uh, Robert 2.0, then, you know, the trek doesn't take nearly as long as it would have. Um, and so you all arrive at another blockage. But this one looks as if it were uh, sort of mortared into place. This is a built wall that that blocks off this end of the tunnel. Um, you all can feel that you are close to the node chamber because all of you have a key and there is always that sort of little pull. Um, and so you know that you're close, but there is now a fully constructed wall between you and your destination and that is where we're going to leave it for this week thanks so much for listening to this week's episode of the last refuge be sure to listen next week to find out how much longer i have to talk like that that's all (laughs) you can you can reach out to the tlr team by leaving us a podcast review or by dropping us a line on twitter and instagram at at dndlastrefuge that's at d the letter n 
D, Last Refuge. And if you've got more than 280 characters to say to us, you can also email us at dndlastrefuge at gmail.com. If you want to know more about us as players, access our Patreon, see some awesome fan art, and get links to other streams and podcasts where you can see us playing even more D&D, you can go to our website, www.dndlastrefuge.com. As always, I want to thank Robert Hupp, my story consultant for this campaign, and of course all of you for listening. I'm your friendly neighborhood dungeon master, DM Jazzy Hands, and with me I have... Azira, Kate, Bria, and Flick. Happy gaming, y'all! And Ted Lasso ties into the circle. It absolutely does, but we're going to do it anyway. It's a lasso, and a lasso is technically a circle. Beautiful. Amazing. That is... Well, reaching. That is reaching. Excellent. Excellent. Reaching is what that's called. <laughs>